Welcome to the podcast of the Urban Mystic. This is season three where we have been exploring the tension between faith and experience to tease it out as a tension between faith and relationship. In doing so, we've engaged a number of phenomenal guests who've spoken so deeply and vulnerably about their experience of God and how that's connected to their work. This episode brings season three to somewhat of a crude end. On one hand, the conversations have been incredible and we'd love to have more of them. On the other hand, we've sufficiently nuanced and lent scope to the tension between faith and relationship. This encourages us to take a moment to reset and then push forward in a particular direction. We'd love you to join us in this ongoing exploration in season four. But for now, here's our conversation drawing season three to a close. Well, shall we uh, shall we attempt to move on to our wrap-up? I'd had a wondering. It, it was something very elusive that just struck me as at a, at a sort of a kickoff point for uh, just kind of where we might start for that but it's quite elusive. Something to do with the idea of, of our conversation and that it wasn't clear kind of what we were going into, it was just a meet and greet. And there was something that we discovered together as we, as we did that convo and that the work that we're doing and through the seasons and even this past season, although there has been some sort of clear framework around what we've taken aim at, it's still it's still something that is emerging rather than, you know, like we know it's down there in the dust layers at the bottom of the lake. And if we just cut out a chunk of stone and drill in the right places and dust away with our little, um, uh, all I can think of for some reason is in in, uh, Ross from friends terms, dinosaur doctor. (laughs) It's not philanthropist, paleontological way. Um, this is what I'm going for. You know, we'll just arrive at what we know is already there as we chip away the marble. Um, and and yet that's been that's been part of our conversation in the last week or so. We've reflected you and I around around this season and and this this strange journey that we've that we've taken that that we've just kind of headed off into the into the distance with. With, with like a, a destination in mind, but also not. And so there's this mystery and this surprise and this curiosity factors. We're exploring and researching and having conversations with people. And there are also some senses of, of knowing what we're not looking for. So as to sift through as we come across things. But there is also still a, a genuine surprise factor, wow factors as we're discovering. And even some of the things we're discovering in ourselves through this process as we, as we explore. I like that as a starting point because on on one hand we we have framed a season around a like a like a caveat and and invited guests and then explored that in relation to them. So we we, we have had some idea, but that idea is a question, and that idea is a curiosity, that idea is a is a feeling at something and and allowing it to emerge through the guests and as the season and as the conversations have gone along. So, so, so in one sense, the caveat has been that we're teasing out the tension between faith and experience as, as, as something that presents itself often in one way. There's these, you know, and for me, there's this paradigmatic backgrounds to that. It's not, it's a simple statement, but there's so much attached to it that one could go into in terms of background tension between science and religion the tension between, you know, what is a pure 
faith, but it's an immature experience, you know, some of those kind of fra framings. But then we, we, we linked it, or at least I linked that to the idea of what it actually emerges as is a tension between faith and relationship and, and leaving that open-ended. And so I, I guess I haven't been unaware of that, but it hasn't been at the forefront of, the, of their minds necessarily because we haven't always led with that. What we have led with is the question of, of what is your first experience of God? And then from there gone on into their work. And there's been a curious interplay between that. People have spoken in terms of their experience in, in terms of their faith and their relationship with God. And in some ways, they've also um, lent clarity to what that means, you know, that original tension that, I'm, that the opening draws attention to. And in other situations, they've, they've obfuscated it further. And, and that has been a very, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's been very, uh, I, I like to believe that we've really, uh, well, and maybe I shouldn't speak for you. <laughs> I like to believe <laughs> that I've been really open in terms of how I've approached the question and how I've listened to the answers and what the guests say. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just going to clear mm. my throat. Um, <clears throat> so I'll mute for a second and do that and over to you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're going to leave that bit in unedited. I think that's a good piece of normal life. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> um, I'll pick up just quickly on one point and then give it back to you because I feel like you were going somewhere with that. I have been surprised. And, and so specifically, if any of our guests are going to do us the kindest compliment that they could in some ways and return to an episode that doesn't have, that isn't them. <laughs> be lovely. Um, this is not a critique. This is uh, our guests have been somewhat unwilling at times to move in a prescribed direction. And I feel like I need to just explain that a little bit because in some ways I have been surprised at myself as well. Sorry, do you, do you mean a direction that we're prescribing or a direction? That yes, yes, yes. This is as clear as mud. You're absolutely right. And, and that's partly why I'm sort of tripping over it is. Um, trip away, trip away. I have sensed. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying this. I, I have sensed within myself. I have picked up on a sense that I, I kind of knew where the season was going. Mm. And I have discovered in me over the season that I both need to be and I am surprised by some of what emerges. Mm. And that gift has been given because some of the guests I have felt have pushed back a little bit mm. at some of where I've wanted to move. And I have realized because some of that is, but you know, didn't you have an experience like this or wasn't it this way or, or, mm. or aren't you starting to see what we're seeing, etc. And that's been a great gift because the, the guests have spoken of their experiences. And so when you talk about an openness to what they have to share, I'm with you. But I realize the strange paradoxical tension within me between consciously being aware of wanting to hear somebody's experience, wanting to genuinely hear their story, let them tell it, ask questions that help them reveal more of what they're saying, take it further. Um, if, uh, you know, as far as they're willing to be more and more vulnerable about that story and, and bring that sort of stuff to light. On the one hand, on the other hand, a little bit of a, of a subconscious sort of 
energy movement in me that I've only come to grips with really in the last couple of weeks around, in some ways, I, I kind of did think I was going to chip through the rock strata and arrive at something that I really knew was there. But that's the paradox, because I knew to start with, we were heading into some uncharted territory. But it's strange how quickly the need for me to chart it out and already know where we were going to land reemerged. That's been part of my learning. And, and I, this may still be, I still feel a bit like I'm tripping my way through this, but, but there's been a gift of emergence in me as I've listened to the guest stories. And there's been dissonance every now and then of me going, oh, I didn't know you were going to go there. Or, or it feels like I, I want you to come over here with me, but you're not quite willing to go there perhaps. And in the moment going, well, come on, like <laughs> we've, we've got to arrive at this conclusion. No, actually not necessarily. That's, that's not necessarily part of the genuine curiosity of the research and the conversations and the relational interactions. It's to see what's actually there. Now, none of that is neatly tied in a bow at the end to go, oh, wonderful, we've arrived here, or you know, everyone agrees or whatever. But, but some of the just the, the divergent views and some of the bit of the dissonance between some guests, you, me, some of our thinking, some of our wondering, and some of my retained longing, which I guess I could come back to at some point, has left me going, okay, this is good. We're, we're still exploring. We are still, we're still trying to be open to that question rather than presupposing an answer. And it has reminded me of as early as even as season one and going, you have to ask the question in such an open way that you don't presuppose the answer. And it's been interesting for me to see how some of the work of deconstruction, let's say that, or some of the, the previous church uh, institution gifts that have been handled to me, are, are, uh, the deconstruction is still needed, is what I'm trying to say. And the gifts are still there from the institution of presuppose the answer, presuppose the destination, etc. And so I'm sifting through and picking up things and going, no, no, that's not it. That's not it. Yeah, no, I'm sure that that's not it. And even in sometimes going, oh, I think this is it. And going, oh, maybe not. Let's, let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. And perhaps that might be a mind-numbingly confusing little five-minute diatribe there. I hope for our listeners that's not. But as we talk more and more, you and I, hopefully some clarity will emerge around some of what I'm, what I'm alluding to at the beginning of this conversation between you and I. So. Well, you, you refer to a retained logging. Um, mm. Is that something you can come back to now and, and maybe just sure. explore? So in one of the previous attempts that you and I made at, at recording this season ender, and there's a number of reasons for why, why we realized those are just we're not good. Good, good point. <laughs> we should just say this is take three, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and in some ways, I almost get the sense like individually, it might be take six or seven, as you and I have also done our side processing <laughs> on our own and then come back and had conversations that weren't even recorded about it's the so recorded true. ones I'm, and I'm, the future possibilities. <laughs> I'm with you there. Yeah, totally. There's all sorts of stuff there. One of the things that came up between us, which somewhat surprised me, and, and if I remember correctly, you can speak for yourself, I think, surprised you in, in, in terminology, not so much in its existence. But there's this, this sense of loneliness around some of the wonderings 
some of the longings I have that are not answered by some of the guests' stories so far. Some of this desire for this deep mystical relational experience um, state between myself and myself, myself and other human beings, but primarily between myself and, you know, I don't know, the biggest word I can think of right now, God. <laughs> and going, I've, I've picked up, I'll, I'll use the word relationship just because I think it might be helpful to, to interchange and it's illustrative relationship between, um, you know, person, persons, and and texts, scripture, Bibles, sacred texts, um, important pieces of text to people. There's a relationship there, but it's not, you know, it's not it's not it. Institutions, even human to human interactions, even interior journeys. Um, so I'll say human to human, as in uh, self to other, and then interior journeys, self to self, that are all great and good and wonderful things it's not knocking that but this thing continues to emerge at the end of that going yes wonderful but not quite what i'm looking for and and wondering is there something wrong with me is there something up with me what's going on that i feel a bit of a loneliness in going i'm, I'm still pushing for it feels like another step further it's like we discover all these amazing lands but there's still something over the horizon that I'm yearning for that is... That can, I, is can I throw something out there quickly? Please do. So because I feel that... Um, I, I sh <laughs> because I sent out a number of uh, invites and got a number of no's, <laughs> <laughs> especially at the start where I, I think 10 people in a row literally said no to me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, it was it was actually incredibly demoralizing and quite harsh. In fact, I had this whole idea Goodness. of how yeah. I was going to pull in a group of people that I knew, and we were going to have this wonderful conversation. And and sure. uh, and uh, my my current terminology is, is I came away feeling shanked, like <laughs> <laughs> like I wow. vulnerably walked the line and just got shanked by a bunch of people. When you say when you muse on going, is there something wrong with you? And, you know like what are you missing they mm. they the people that would go yes steve absolutely yes you are mm. and they would have mm. shanked mm. you like literally um <laughs> yeah uh, I, well i mean literally in the in the verbal and emotional sense because they would say yes steve yes tim you're absolutely missing something we have this text we have this tradition um how can you even poke at this like what are you what are you even reaching for like clearly with the deconstruction stuff and your questions about faith, you guys are are lost. You are, mm. um, uh, you're betraying the faith. You, you know, there's any number of things that that, that come that come out. And mm. I, I remember there was even one particular guest that I I had a, a couple of hours. I, I was at a dinner with them and they, I felt like they spent four hours gunning for me and I spent four hours defending myself and over and mm. over having to go, you're pushing me to defend a position that I don't hold. Like I'm not doing that. Mm. And, and then, and then the culmination of what they said is, is so um, no, I will not be involved in anything that you're inviting me to. And I don't want anything to do with this, et cetera, et cetera. And, 
And hmm. in me, I just held silently going, I wasn't asking you to be part of anything. I just thought that you could be a guest for a single episode, but I'm not going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> and then another part sure. of me was going, thank goodness, because hmm. I, would, I wouldn't want you on. You'd be an absolute monster. Like, what a nightmare to feel this. It, like, wouldn't be helpful for anyone. So there is, there hmm. is a dimension to it that's like that, that I think is fortunately not part of this. I think on another level, what we had the privilege of doing with season two, because we we had so many recordings close to each other that we had this backlog, that as the categories emerged, we could actually put them together and then you and I did some reflection in between. And we, mm. haven't, we haven't done reflection like that really in between the season. So yeah. you and I have, but not necessarily for the recording year. And so, mm. so there is a dimension there that I, that, that I, I think lands me in the same place as you, that there is a retained mm. longing, something that we haven't necessarily reflected on. Mm. I, I feel it I like that. quite strongly in conversation with our guests. I think you do too. Mm. And the way I experienced it is, is sometimes where I wanted to push into the question of what is your experience? And I want to go further into it, not just your initial experience, but your follow-up experience. I came mm. to recognize that there's a difference between where the guests wanted to go or could go or mm. what was available in the experience to share, possibly because they don't trust me um, or, or you or the process or things going out on air, possibly mm. because they have to represent something. Um, and and none of that nasty critique at all, yeah, hey? None of that nasty cover, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. I, we, we've saying. had phenomenal top caliber guests who've been deeply vulnerable and authentic yeah and I've, I've drunk yeah. up absolutely everything i think i think i'm so enriched through these conversations as well so that's there. yeah yeah so yeah. it's in that context of the enrichment to go oh, but there's there's something that i'm yeah i'm left unsatisfied with that i want to push a little bit further and so mm. that's where i feel there's a sense of where i wanted to go and and where we could go and mm. and i don't know how much of that is 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 the boundary of we're meeting many, these guests for the first time. You, know, mm, mm. Um, you don't open up about your deepest, darkest experiences or, you, or your deepest, best experiences necessarily as people that are strangers on a, on a podcast, yeah. right? So, so there's some of that framing that I think is completely fair. And I would be hesitant meeting a Tim and a Steve on a podcast. Yeah. And I would be... Um, gauging and gating what I do share. And that's that's wise and healthy. So there is that. But I, I think even in the context of that, when, when you say there's that retained longing, there's something that you want to push into a bit further. Um, mm. When you and I mused on this before, there, we, we both used the word a, a loneliness that we've come to discover mm. in this. Um, mm. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, your turn. I'm going to ask the question, like, What's that loneliness for you as we talk through that? Can Do you want to muse on that a little bit? What is the loneliness or what is it that you would be looking for? What is it? Where do you want to push towards? Well, as a guest of this podcast being asked that question, I don't know how safe it is to answer. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> and, and, and I say that uh, uh, upfront and facetiously. But there's some truth behind the scene there as well. Yeah. And I, I want to acknowledge that, that I, that I mm. realize that in the way that I'm responding there, I'm on one level surfacing the question, you know, surfacing the, the potential conversation. And in another sense, there's a part of me that's going, oh, I desperately don't want to do that. Mm. And, and this is 
you know, it's it's intimacy dynamics, right? Mm, um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, so so mm, that's that's mm. the one thing. Yeah. I, yeah I that's good. I, I don't want to get lost there. But the other thing is is going. When I think back to my mystical experiences, my experiences of of God, um, I, I often experience it as being unsafe to reflect on and share because I'm often met with uh, layers of judgments. Uh, I'm often mm. met with being bashed with a book and proof texts. Mm. Um, I'm met with a sense that direct immediate experience of God is reported and it goes back to a sanctioned collection of texts in the Bible. Mm. You, Tim, you, Steve, you others, we don't get to have those experiences. And if we do, mm. they're anecdotal. That's not actually what this thing called our faith is about. Mm. And, and so I find myself torn there between what I what I understand our deeper processes to be you know it it's the kind of thing that I feel like like experience is admissible in the beginning immature level of your faith because oh my goodness that's your honeymoon that's your feelings experience and mm. you know it's all wrapped up in one and that's temporary and that's passing but you've got to push through that to a mature faith which is based mm. on the bible and on service and and doesn't chase after experience because you know like we look we look down on that a mm. and and i find that so tremendously infuriating mm. because a distinct self-revealing person for lack of a better word um mm. uh and it's difficult to use person because mm. it's also a cloud of fire and power <laughs> yeah. and it was fucking terrifying, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so initial experience, uh, mm. uh, you know, and, and then to talk about later experiences is, is equally hard because they're so revealing mm. and they were so transformative and yeah. um, disarming for me, um, mm. uh, uh, humbling, but at mm. the same time, a person, you know, mm. my a distinct revelatory encounter with Christ, where He's as real to me as anyone else that's in the room with me, and having a face-to-face -face encounter with Him, and having to process that—it's those kind mm. of things are very difficult. And so, as I'm asking people about their experiences, I've in the background got some of these experiences and other experiences that other people have told me about, mm. and I'm wanting to—I'm wanting to make sense of my experience by by making sense of and understanding other people's experience. And so in that, there's a bit of a loneliness, but the loneliness is also on another level. Mm. It's in the sense of, um, of, of, you know, a part of the season was teasing out the, the fact that, that the reported need of, of leaders within Christianity is for intimacy mm. with God. But then that is so defended as in going, well, we don't, really know how to express that or what it means or if mm. you say let's make that the central thing that we do the response is to go well we don't really chase after experience we don't make experience mm. central so so it's against the background of that mm. and it's it's over 30 years of a background of being faced with that over and over mm. while i'm wanting to make that face-to-face -face immediate encounter the central thing of my spirituality of my mysticism of my relationship I, I want mm. to move towards clarity, towards 
a depth of intimacy, uh, you know, relational interplay. And, and I feel like where I come away feeling perhaps a little bit unsatisfied here through this as a season is I, I don't feel like we got there. Mm. Um, and that's, that's what I feel is, is on me. I take full responsibility for that. <laughs> so, so that is the case. So mm. in a sense, I am so enriched. I feel like the sense of like, what does it mean for people to experience God or the early experience of God? That, that is nuance. I, like it's been in mm. scope like I haven't had before. I, I, mm. I'd love to take a, a few months to do a qualitative analysis of this and, you know, map mm. it and get the processes out and all that kind of stuff. Like I naturally just go there and I'm probably just mm. going to do that, right? <laughs> I want to tease out all the relational transactions. And, and there you've hinted at some stuff as well. What is the intrapersonal, mm. the, the, the interior life of the individual in relation to themselves about these things? What's mm. the interior life in relation to God becoming present in the interior life? Mm. You know, what's the dynamics like between them interacting with other people and them interacting with the idea of God or interacting with a God that becomes present? Like all of those things, all of those processes I actually want to 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 choose through and mm. um um and i'm aware that some of that is just because you know in terms of the questioning and the process we haven't gone there it's it's the limitations of the season that we've had but on the other hand i feel like with some guests i've, I've wanted to push there and the pushback has sometimes been no this is not central or it's not important and others it's been yes but we can't really go there and we can't make it central um mm. you know and i i'm not meaning to put words in anyone's mouth or be ungracious to any other guests because i'm so enriched by it I, i'm yeah, just yeah. reflecting a, a longing and an unsatisfied thing for myself in this and, and mm. you and i have mused about this and resonated on on some of this as well mm-hmm. yeah i was going to say i mean that 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 at least would be most truthfully i think between the two of us is our interpretive stance on the conversations of this past season um, would, would be landing there. And if, if I could put that under the heading of what is so wonderful, is there are just so many questions and so many avenues that open up because of this past season and the conversations. And despite some of my I think what what has been unearthed for me in a way has been a bit humbling, but is is a bit of a naivety around um, just expecting to to I guess land at some easy answers, <laughs> have, a, have a nice little nice little bow to tie around a very easy thesis that says, see, everything we thought was right all along, or here's an easy answer and this is the solution to the. Well, it would have helped if we had a neat thesis to start off with that we're seeking to confirm, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's... I, I do think we hamstrung ourselves in a very helpful way in that case because <laughs> it was so broad. So we, we arrive with a lot more questions. And, and I think even there, so, so what I hear you saying, our interpretive stance at the end of the season and some of the other conversations we've had, either with other guests or just other individuals, is amusing as a question in itself around is is that's what is that what is emerging is that what we can take out of this set of conversations and how does that stimulate further investigation further curiosity from our side alongside that for me what you have is so simple little example something you were talking of earlier is coming across things that you can pick up and discard and go, yeah no no it's 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 not that um, 
and and as I'm building to that, it completely escapes me for some reason. What in the blue hell was I going to share there? <laughs> um, that's that's fantastic. Well done, Steve. Build to a great anticlimax. Um, it's like forgetting the punchline to a joke in some ways, but in a oh, goodness me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it had something to do with the idea of um, being presented in a way with some of the answers, which are. Yes, but look, here's some wonderful rituals or some practices or some relationships with texts or institution or history or, or whatever. Here, here, are some, here are some options that you could land at. Uh, that's what it is. When you were talking earlier about the, um, you have experience, you have these things and they're hard to speak of, if I'm not paraphrasing you too poorly there. No, no, no. Good. It's not that we're unable to speak of them. It's not that for lack of better phrasing, they don't stand up to scrutiny. It's not that to some extent we are afraid to speak of them. It's not that because in the light of day, uh, you see, turns out you've been talking trash all along, you two. <laughs> mm. And so that's something that, you know, those questions will come up. Oh, yeah, but, you know, if, if your experiences really were what you claim them to be, you could just pull them out in the face of the hailstorm of bullets that comes your way when you talk of these things, and it would stand the test of time. That is something that is a challenge to be picked up and looked at and discarded along the way. Go, no, that, that's, that is something that for me is emerging. That is not it. It's that it is very personal. It is hard. It is difficult. It is very difficult to process something like this, which is as vulnerable as you referred to earlier, as raw even sometimes, because sometimes it's in a very raw, messy, sort of elemental space in which the experience is almost of its nature emergent. You, you, you're also coming to grips with what happened. It's not that it's just as clear as day and as easily interpretable, interpretable and explicable, etc. But that doesn't mean that the challenge is, is, is valid. Oh, well, you know, see, for that reason, it's rubbish. No, no, no. It's because it's raw and it's vulnerable and, and it's difficult to do that with somebody who's just going to, as you say, emotionally shank you. <laughs> there, there is some trust, et cetera, et cetera, that has to go on there. And even that emerges as part of the process. Is there things that come up? And I think what I might have wanted to say earlier is, you know, there, there's some destinations that are offered that I've picked up and gone, yeah, maybe the contemplative life, as, as some of it is, you know, put across simply just the interior life, just the become more like God, just the become a nicer person, become more in touch with your emotions. Maybe that is the destination. And still that loneliness in a way spurs me on to go, no, no, those are good things. There's nothing wrong with them, but that's not actually what I'm taking aim at. And even that is still a question as opposed to a well-formulated, I'll know exactly when I arrive. But there are things emerging that are lending clarity to much of the seeking. And the loneliness is definitely a, a, an energy, yeah, infusing, instigating sort of uh, part of the process. Um, make something of that if you can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 me, let me try. Let me try. I'm going to take a stab at it without shaking. Thank you. So. I appreciate that. <laughs> Maybe I'll shake you anyway, just because that's fun, right? <laughs> just for good measure. Come on. What's so, a playful stab between friends? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I, on one hand, you're alluding to stuff that, that comes up in 
uh, in 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 formal uh, philosophy and science in mm. epistemology the tension between mysticism and science and mysticism and philosophy mysticism and religion mysticism and language etc cetera, etc cetera, right mm. so there is a sense in which there's that but i find the way in which i i i do and continue to grapple with those things intellectually is completely inaccessible right so mm. on one hand i i almost want to hold that in one hand on the other hand I feel like this it's all relational and the difference is, is between experimentation that yields results but it's it's out there and it, it's it's a simple problem that you can put in a laboratory and poke the right instruments at and the right processes and anyone can repeat it but here mm. the the instrument for the experiment is you the laboratory in which the experiment takes place is you the, the real mm. you the human being Mm. the 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 space in which it happens is the full tapestry of life not a not, not a sanctuary in a test tube in that sense mm. the product is yourself as well <laughs> so what goes in mm. and what comes out is, is different but it's still it's still you so so in some senses it, it it escapes some of that and i feel like the only way in which one can start grappling with that is as people reflect on their journeys, their experiences, their experience of the divine, or their mm. experience of what they thought the divine was and what they then interpreted as, as they've gone on in life. And so to lend scope to that, that, um, and I guess to arrive at the place of going, sure, maybe Steve, maybe Tim, you're peculiar animals. And maybe this is something that is, isn't as well teased out as some of those other areas. Mm. Um, does it? I, don't, I, I suddenly just realized I don't know if any way that uh, connects to what you're saying. <laughs> well, maybe that's the step. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, <laughs> no well done. That's a repost. <laughs> yeah. When you say uh, the question about the peculiar animals, are you saying? in that this is important to us or um, is happening to us is peculiar um, and so is on the margin and so is lacking in importance, validity, etc. What, what are you no, taking I, aim at that? Helping? No, I, I, think, I think it's particularly important both in terms of what we're looking for when we talk about intimacy with God and making mm. the relational engagement central. I don't think our culture and our society, I don't think the Christian faith has made that central. Yeah. Because it's made faith central, not relationship. Mm. And then I feel, especially in the evangelical sphere, especially what I was introduced to, is the notion that we we're not a religion, we we're a relationship. And I've gone, yeah, an absent one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's not a relationship at all. You know, mm. <laughs> nurturance through neglect is abuse, right? We would say that in any <laughs> environment, why do we accept that in the context of faith? So, so in some senses, it, it's, it's, I've, I've arrived at a context and then struggling to unbundle myself from these long-standing paradigms and frameworks and institutions. And, mm. you know, um, but it's, it's not to unbundle, to burn down. It's to unbundle, to arrive at the first person, present continuous one-on-one -on -one mm. engagement with the divine and to make that primary. And so, so that's been hard. And I, I say peculiar animals in the sense that, um, you know, when, when laying this on the table, some people basically go, 
you project the idea of God and you confirm it through through patterns that just emerge or coincidence mm. or whatever. But there is no, there actually isn't so, there isn't a someone out there. And that's what I mm. genuinely believe and what I've arrived at through all my research and the maturity of my faith. Like that's that's what some people mm. say. Other people say things like, yeah, well, experience might be there at the beginning of your faith, but then you know, we really we move away from that. And and you see it play out so brutally when someone is raised in the Christian faith and they go, I'm supposed to believe in a God that's not real. Faith is the emperor's new clothes. Then they join mm. something like an alpha course and they have an experience of God drawing near in person. They go, holy cow. I mean, mm. Well, I mean, holy Jesus, holy spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like you, you're actually a someone. I, I could have been having this kind of relationship engagement with you all along. I've been missing out. I want more of it. And mm. what happens when they go to church? No, nah, we don't do that here. I'm sorry. We mm. move away mm. from that to a pure faith. And it, it's absurd. So that's the second kind of category. And then there's 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 this um there's others, and I'll, I'll speak for myself, where mm. I had an experience with the divine, with the transcendent, and then you, you later on arrive at a community that goes, that's all Satan. <laughs> mm. That's not God. Why? Because God doesn't do this anymore. God left us a book, right? And so mm. that's that's a whole other thing. And so th those, for instance, you know, there's a couple of clear categories emerging. I find as I wrestle with the question, I've got all of this stuff in in in, in my mind. The the mm. person that has come to faith at some rally and then later on went, oh well, that was just a you know, it was the air conditioner. That's the phrase you <laughs> used, right? Or yeah. it was the music or the manipulation of the process or whatever. A and I just, um, I, I look at that and I go, yeah, absolutely. If I was in that environment and I've seen people in that environment and I look at what's happening and I go, I don't want anything to do with any of this. And so I'd, I struggle with the whole thing of how do you separate between the fake, the marketing, these huge paradigmatic systems that are in play Mm. And this genuine stuff, because, because if you start off either with a desire for this kind of stuff, or you start off from these kind of experiences, you're alone within the system. And I think that's, that's part of my aloneness and my struggle in this. Mm. Um, and, mm. you know, I am speaking analytically, but I'm also speaking quite vulnerably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think it's the, the Thomas Sayers thing, um, you know, in in referring to psychiatry and stuff of going, the holy person is the person that speaks to God. The mad mm. person, the madman is the one to whom God speaks. <laughs> yeah. Just as there's the succinct way of actually just separating between those two. And and I, I feel mm. like it's it's often the case in things like prayer. We we're throwing our words out at a someone, at a someone who doesn't speak back, and then we go, "Oh, God speaks in all these roundabout ways." And then I go, "Yeah, mm. but when I pick up this book that you hold so sacred and dear, it basically goes, let's move to clarity and face-to-face -face relationship and the depth of intimacy." And I go, "How how are we missing that? How is that so missed?" Mm. So I feel like there's a loneliness in kind of going, "I want to I want to create I, I want to wrestle with that and wrestle into that." But then the mm. other thing is the aloneness that comes from the 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 um, the uh, the more emergent crowds and people who see themselves as quite progressive in their thinking, right? And, and they mm. basically go, "It's all smoke and mirrors, and there isn't actually someone there." And 
and my goodness, if we if we have to have this conversation with you and take it seriously, we are so afraid that you're going to take us back and stick us in that evangelical block that we're now going to have to fight with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so yeah. that's on the other hand. So I feel like 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 there's a sense in which which um, it's just so unsafe to process this, um, mm. to even put it out there. Um, Mm. Yeah, I, there's no particular points I'm making other than that, really. No, but I, I love how you nuance that through the different examples and you provide some rich texturing, I think, in terms of backdrop against some of the questions that we're asking, some of the, the juxtaposition, in a way, of our loneliness and, and desire. And that probably requires a little bit of attention that... that that phrasing there, I'll come back to. The juxtaposition of that against kind of the, the frameworks, the paradigms that are presented. You know, I like that quote from Zaz that you talk about because that's a paradigmatic um, lens through which to make the interpretation of, well, it, anyone who hears anything coming back is, is a lunatic. Fusion takes that on wholeheartedly, despite, as you say, if you're hearing voices and having hallucinations, my goodness, we're going to classify you very quickly and get you on yeah, some yeah. It's, good medication. It's, it's, it's you <laughs> or all sorts of other things. And the nuancing of that is really helpful against going, no, but, but okay, so, so what if it is you? There are some marginal issues. What if there are some communities that make much of experience but the experience is spurious the experience we should be skeptical that you know there's there are cults everywhere absolutely um what if we whittle away all of these objections but the loneliness persists that says that yeah i, I see that and i'm going to reject it I'm going to see some of what, what I really enjoy and, and, and I embrace to some extent and, and I find very helpful some of the sort of evolutionary psychology theology of reading, you know, man was this dark age beast and, and all these things that it couldn't understand. And, and as you grow and mature, you step away from, you know, interacting with the wind and the waves, et cetera, and deifying them. Um, and, and, you know, thank God for quantum mechanics and physics and all the rest of that sort of stuff. And now we have a better understanding. We can leave all that behind. Sure, to some extent, yes. But I also, if I push that far enough, I go, okay, now I'm willing to look at that and, and leave it because my loneliness pushes me on to the next destination. Mm. And if I qualify a little bit of what I'm saying there, even that block needs to be picked up and investigated because that can be interpreted, the loneliness, this, this momentum forward as, as self-generated, as, yeah. well, I just need to find a destination where I'm going to be happy. But, you know, you, you and I had a, a call with somebody just now where we were talking about the, the kind of the sacredness of relational collaboration mm, mm. in going, I'm not the only the only person at play here in finding this destination. Mm. So I've, I've picked up this challenge of, well, perhaps your loneliness is you just going, you need to find a emotionally, intellectually, and somewhat spiritually, that's loaded as a term, tenable position to go, okay, cool, I'm there. Mm. I no longer need to feel alone. I'm okay with God being this or that or the next thing or whatever. But 
but even that I'm now discarding and going, that's not what the loneliness is. It's that there is something collaborative going on here. There is something actually that speaks. Once I've got rid of the lunacy and the, the cult and the weirdness and the whatever else that might be there, whatever else that's been whittled away, the loneliness is something that I can trust in going. There is on offer. It's not self-created. It's not self-generated. There is on offer relational interaction, a dynamic that goes... I don't even have language to it. It's beyond. I want to say beyond, although I think some of my present tense liberal leanings is saying you can't say that. You can't. <laughs> you can't put this above the other things. But but it is. It's it 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 has a primary position that the practice, that the text, that the institution, that all those paradigms, that that they they don't satisfy. Mm. And so this thing must come first. The fact that there is a presence, there is a person, there is a whatever other language we're going to be able to settle at, yeah. that initiates, invites, experience, relationship, et cetera, et cetera, that is collaborative, that is experienced as much within me as it is experienced in this, this other that I'm engaging with. And together there is a dynamic that is happening that is that is, is sort of created almost in the moment as relationship is created, as it's experienced between beings. Mm. That's not just me going, well, I'm crazy because I'm generating the other side. And there's, there's you know, more that could be said about that, I guess. But I love how you nuance the different things that we've been trying to just go, oh, okay, that's interesting. Oh, no, no, the more we've looked at it, we feel perhaps we could move on again to a new destination, keep going and keep going. Um, and it's if I can echo what you were saying earlier somewhat, it's, it's not, as far as I can tell within myself authentically, this is not an ego trip of, I know more or I'm better than any person I've been in conversation with. It's not that I, I see any less value in text, even, oh, God forbid, institution to some extent, although I'm, I'm wary of that, but community, corporate gathering, et cetera, mm. you know, some social rules for life, which then manifest in institution and how it plays out. There's some horrific stuff there, but, but the goodness of community and, and working human to human and, um, the interior life and the practices and the silence and all these sorts of things. I'm not wanting to knock those. And I think we've reached this a few times over. I've just spurred on. There's something else over the horizon. This is not, this is not where I feel like I can stop. Um, yeah, I, I've I've so enjoyed. There's a series on Netflix called Vikings. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh I yes, <laughs> love Vikings. Oh man, I could, I could do a season just on that because it's so cool. <laughs> There's so much in it. <laughs> but there's a moment I can I can remember, but I can't for the life of me remember the details of the characters. I feel like it might be Ragnarok's son, mm. Bjorn Ironside, who talks about. But like, there's more. Mm. I've been to the edge of the edge. And I'm still not satisfied that there must be more lands, more experiences. You know, one of the seasons, they they go on this like incredible journey and discover these new places and all this sort of stuff. And that so resonated with me because it's all wonderful, but there's still this this adventurous, wayfaring spirit that seems to call them on to experience more and more and more. Yeah. And that's just been a picture for me to help me understand that there, there's a voice that's 
one of the reasons I love watching the the animated movie Mo- Moana with my daughter as well, because mm. <laughs> it's just something that calls that says, "Come out beyond the reef," and everyone else goes, "No, no, the reef is there to protect us. It's safe." Mm. And I'm like, "Yeah, girl, I want to jump on that boat with you and go out there beyond the reef." You're right. There's something saying, "Come, come, come, come." Uh, it was a bit of a ramble in return, but yeah. No, no, it's it, it's a good ramble. I I, I feel like I'm <laughs> I, I, I feel Thanks. like on one hand we've you know looking back in history, I I I, I modelled it in a sense of going. Um, when you look at the primal side, the people that originated stuff, right? Um, you could say a, a mm. Jesus or a Buddha. They're using the same methodology in the first person present continuous and then they're reporting in terms of their experience rather than submitting to institutional authority and going well you know it's on the basis of our institutions or our lineage or our monarchy or what mm. you're born into anything like that they're different the one is basically going i don't experience something speaking to me and i'm going with that and the other one goes well my father's very present to me and he speaks to me all the time and i only do what i mm. my father doing i need and I only say what I hear my father saying. So, so, mm. so it's a similar methodology that they use in their first person present continuous, but the relational engagements are so different, right? But yeah. then you fast forward to where we are today and we don't have that. And so, so I, I, I've mm. been resting for stuff and the, the analogy I landed on um, also stole from a guy called Johannes Kruger, who I who mm. met and had coffee with. And he's one of the most underrated, I think, um, mystical philosophers out there but he talks about he uses this this language as this analogy of base camps going you know one person went and set up a base camp on the beach Mm. and another on the foot of the mountain another at the corner of the forest Mm. and in the early stages what do they do when someone comes along as a pilgrim you know and yeah we're using geographic i think in our modern category we'll use the noetic or the inner life as well as a similar kind of thing um, mm. you know the pilgrim comes up here and uh, what happens at the base camp you've got people who've been on the journey further come back set up a base camp to live sort of in society still and they'll prepare you for your journey and so mm. so when you look out to the horizon you see the base camp there on the horizon you arrive there you realize that there's horizon is still beyond mm. but now you're with people who've gone ah oh, oh, let me tell you about this wonderful journey that i've been on and, and i can help kit you up and prepare you for it but it's your journey and then and then what happens with civilization we build civilization around and then what happens your journey is to the temple and it's to prepare you to go back to your normal life there's no longer the horizon the city the life around you obscures it you know and Mm. so so in that sense we're living in our modern industrialized world disconnected from nature ourselves each other the divine and we don't Mm. see the horizon because we see our builds and our responsibilities and our activities and all that kind of stuff standing in the way right Mm. metaphor for our life just just go for it but we're not prepared for that journey and we're told no you don't need to go to the journey why because the the base camp is now the temple and when you go Mm. to the temple you've got people preparing you for your life and they go oh yeah well maybe there's the 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 anchorite or the mystic or the lunatic or some dusty text on the shelves from years ago but i mean we've overtaken Mm. them you know they're in the Mm. past we've got all the stuff like you don't have to do this dangerous journey for yourself where you might die right mm. but then you kind of go but i'm going to die anyway <laughs> and yeah. i just haven't done it and i think i think when we're touching on things like the loneliness and that kind of stuff we, we're touching on that because mm. i think it is it, that is, you know um 
it's a common human problem. All humans were created for a relationship with the creator. And 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 we feed mm. it and we can we can we can mask it. Now, if I arrived at a different base camp and that base camp went, I went out looking and nothing spoke to me and I didn't arrive anywhere. We go, oh, but it's all the same thing. But it's not. <laughs> mm. So, mm. so how do we map these different things? How do we have an understanding that there's these different mysticisms? And in the language, in the in the human capacity to find meaning in the tapestry of life, I can find meaning in any of those things. And so here, I think, and I'm I'm rambling, so I'm just gonna let me just finish mm. this ramble, mm. and I'll stop after this. Go. There's a difference for me between the believer stuck in the temple that goes to church or goes to cathedral once a week and then comes home and they're not prepared for a journey. They're not looking at the rise and they're not looking for the divine. They're prepared for their daily life. And the believer goes, ah, in silence and solitude of oh, so much depth of spirituality. Right. And I've used this analogy mm. before, but I'm, I'm just going to rant it further here. And there's a difference between that and the, the mystic who is stuck in the city as a hint of the horizon and a yearning. And they've heard a voice. They've heard a something, and I'll, I'll use it analogously, right? And then they go, mm. there's a silence. But in the silence, I, I now have a burning yearning because I want that voice to speak. They're going, mm. that's different. And then they go, yeah, yeah, I know we understand you, the silence, yeah. And, and I hear these so many people <laughs> like the emergence and some of your postmodern people using the apophatic, the unknowing language in the same way, but they're not using it towards a deeper relational knowing. They're using it as an mm. unknowing to land at the silence and go, ah, oh, see, there's nothing there. We're all agreed. Mm, but mm. that's not the case because if you went into the back alley at the dusty bookshelves and you brought out the book and you read the adventures of the founders and the early people that went out, the heroes, they talk about going on the journey. They talk about how that voice fell silent and they were hungry for the voice and they're desperate and they burned for it and they couldn't rest and they had to go. Or they had a dream mm. that unsettled them and they were pushed to interpretation or, you know, and in that they, there's, the ta- there's their journey towards their metaphorical horizon. And that horizon mm. can be literal and geographic, you know, as prehistoric mm. people were known to be. And they discover that in their literal and geographic, the transcendent was beyond. <laughs> mm the mm. geographic and then in our mm. modern society we go no it's within the quest of the meaning of life and it's all inner noetic or whatever and you know what the sojourners in that level who take this journey find it the same thing that it's beyond the inner life mm. right but i think sure. that fundamentally there's a difference between the these different things that we can go there's so much value in the dialing down and practicing the being present practicing being empathetic practicing connecting practicing loving getting better at it but that's not mm. the destination for me that is still the horizon line because mm. if cloud of fire and power broke into my life and spoke to me i can't get away from that mm. it's left me with an equal desire burning in with me to go i want to reconnect with that and i want that mm. consistency and a maturity in that relationship rather than just going ah. Oh, you know, pat on the head and be satisfied with the silence and the absence. Look, we're all saying the same thing. No, we're not. It's infuriating. We're mm. not. So I feel like I mm. feel like somewhere in that there's 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 a resting for it. And 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 in conversations, I feel like sometimes I'm with someone. I'm, you know, I've used the analogy before as well of being like a tour guide in the Kruger, and I'm pointing and going, look, elephant. And you know, mm. if you know, if someone hasn't seen a stealthy elephant, it's because they haven't seen a stealthy elephant. They can be mm. an elephant in the bush 100 meters away and you can't see it. And someone's going, mm. it's there, it's there, and you cannot spot it. Why? Because 
because you know what you're looking for, you know the direction you're supposed to be looking in, but you still can't see. And and some mm. of this mystical journeying stuff is that. And 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 yet we want to sanctify it and make it safe, like the sanctified person in the city going, don't, don't do the dangerous stuff. How you know it's going to be God speaking to you or not? Well, let's just take the danger off the table. Just come to my mm. church. Just tie, mm. just get involved here. This is where it's safe and we'll disciple mm. But then yeah, it's just not the same thing. So so I feel like analogously, I feel like I'm 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 also a, 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 there's a loneliness related to this because because through these analogies, in one sense, it's so infuriatingly clear to me and disarmingly simple. <laughs> and mm. yet it's just so hard to go, okay, who's on board for this? Let's do this together. As opposed to people going, yeah, once you've worked it out, come back and tell us. But then don't think that you know better than me. You know, it's like that's mm. a fucking mm. unfair game to be playing with something <laughs> that is so deeply existential and angstful. Like, come on. Yes. Like, let's yes. not play that game. Anyway, yes. anyway I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop yes. my rant there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, we, we would have another four episodes, I think, if, if I picked up on every thread of, of what you said there. But I would just be echoing you and, and kind of repeating. Um, I, I love how you, how you set that out. For, for me, at least, if I can put it that way, it's, I do feel as though I see the elephant that you're pointing at. And I think that's something that we click on. Yeah. And, and the question is, one of my questions is, so, 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 what do we do with that elephant that we've seen? What is, what is that going to mean? What does that look like for my own personal future, your own? What, what are we going to be doing together? In, in some ways, I'm thinking within the framework of wrapping up an, of a season mm. of a podcast yeah. and looking forward to a season. I, I think in the, I think within the framework of some of what we put out to start, I'm thinking back to the first episodes of the season and some of the vision and, and you know, even our, our, some of our faltering steps towards Patreon and, and needing support around taking this journey because to journey to the horizon and back without resources, without food and water, it's quite, uh, it's beyond terrifying. It's impossible. Yeah, you'll do, you'll do it anyway, but one time you'll, you'll look like you're alive and the other one will look like you nearly died. And it is a difference between well, the two. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe you'll make it there, but not back, you know, so <laughs> But um, and 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 so realizing within that, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to put this other than I realized that over the season, I've I've had things happen within and to me mm. that are, in my understanding, are mediated by my relationship with God. Mm. There's relationship with you. There's relationship with the guests who've come on. My own mm. thinking, my own practice, my own periods of silence. It's, something as you've been talking about that, that is beyond the horizon that is calling on that is mm. that i'm not satisfied with just here mm. and, and some of that has been a rather awkward arrival mm. um because because i've had to contend with thinking I, I knew already where i was going and that's been part of the experience or even that some of our guests might have solved that for us right and, and yeah that too as well and, and going oh okay i, I I do feel a bit dissatisfied with this. Why? And and even having to look back and actually, to be honest, now, so I mean, one of the questions that maybe this is clearer in what I'm trying to say. One of the questions I feel that you're raising now is so so now what for you and I? Like, 
the way forward? What do, what do we do? And you, you know, you raise the question of just investing in some ways, uh, partnering in this journey with others. We'd raise the question of some sort of community that forms around the practice of the presence of God. What, is, what does that look like? And I'd realized within myself that that is actually quite a comfortable destination answer. <laughs> that, that working out of a out of a previous framework, it's just well, what do you what do you do when you're going to do with some you know when you when you do battle with these kinds of questions when you when you go into this adventurous mode, it's actually quite easy to just establish a base camp and go ah arrived, yep. and realizing no, that's not it. Community is important. Something has to I think emerge out of this wondering. And this, and this, because relation is relationship is togetherness essentially. Um, but that I've been a bit too quick in going. Well, oh, I tell you, you know, what a great idea, Tim. I, I think I have an even better idea than than what you have. You're right. Let's do community. I I think my stamp of community is even more important and more well thought through and well arrived at than than your your first suggestion of some sort of community. And realizing, oh, even that's an emergent thing. Even that is something that that in some way exists over the horizon. That's something to be checked, be mediated by my relationship with God, yours. My relationship is where it starts to get quantum, like my relationship with God relating to you and your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, all these different kinds of ways in which to describe that and go, perhaps there's some learning here that I have to take home that I was a little quick the beginning of this season and going, yeah, I think it's it's well mapped out. Let's do that. And it's it's less well mapped out, but I've learned a lot. And so in some ways I feel now it's better mapped out than the beginning of the season. Mm. Mm. But I arrive at that spot without going, I've arrived. I'm still going, okay, great. Now let's I can move on and 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 anticipate what comes next. Um yeah, this this feels very unclear as I tried to articulate it, but it's a it's a sense of continual discovery. It's a sense of discovering in myself, surprising myself at going, oh, there's still some of those roots of I have an easy answer and I'm going to arrive at the destination, mm. and realizing the there's still forward relationship is forward, mm. um, in in that it's not going to be stagnating it's not going to just embed itself down into some easily decipherable and easily controllable from one person's perspective mm. framework or paradigm um and going so so what do we what do we what are we left with at the end of the season mm. more questions than answers some more uncertainty for me than it was at the start mm. and some shaking of some of my easy assumptions at the start mm. And a deep gratitude for that because that is a better space to be mm. than if I had just arrived back at some of the what I thought were easy things to start with. Mm. And going, so, so maybe that means just starting to do this more and more often with more and more people, these conversations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Maybe it's continuing the the deepening of your and my relationship and our connection and our sharing. Maybe it's the continued deepening of my own relationship with myself, with myself and God. Um, maybe it's a whole constellation of those things. Um, but that's quite a hopeful maybe in my mind in terms of mm-hmm. like I'm looking forward. Like this is this is this is that oh what's over the horizon almost mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm certain that's quite confusing and muddy, and, and I don't think I've articulated it as well as I'd hoped to. But yeah, there's something there, you know. I I think to be fair, I'm I'm, I'm not just going to let you take the the brunt of believing you had an easy answer on the next next step, because I did too, and I've been <laughs> oh, feeling a lot you. of a lot of pressure <laughs> about it as well, and the sense of going, sure. I, I'm failing by not having that. And I should have it already. Mm. And why aren't I? Or, or just come on, Tim. Why aren't you just doing it? Like, what's holding you back? Mm. And um, and it's hard to hold on to this the the first principle thing. Yeah, the primary thing, mm. the relational connection with God, mm. and the centrality of that. It's easy to displace that in the other activities. Yeah, that's um, well said. And so and so that's that's been hard, and it's been a deep existential angst because. I want to be building stuff that I feel like I'm achieving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, wow. I mean, how ego laden can you be at that level on one hand and on the other level, like, come on, Tim, it's healthy adulthood, right? You should be building stuff and achieving stuff, right? So it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And, and so, so there's layers, there's layers there. And it's not, it's not that we don't have that. I think there's, there's stuff that we're going to introduce and I've, my gut feel is we'll probably introduce that in season four, some of those step forward, like, you know, establishing a discord server where we can do stuff regularly and connect with uh, people randomly. Mm, mm. Um, things like the seven key relationships and the Trinity sessions, even the problem of God is a series to lend voice to and, you know, for, mm. to us to participate and journey with other people. And so, so there are things like that. So it's not just totally in the dark, but I think in terms of wrapping this season up, I think for me, it's just, I am so tremendously grateful that we've had such phenomenal guests who've given us their time and vulnerability and have so wonderfully and tragically enriched me <laughs> through this. Mm. Season. That's what I'm left with. And I'm so grateful for every rejection and every shanking that I've received as well, mm. because it's really helped define how important this is for me. Mm. That if I was shanked to death by those people, I'd still be doing this because it is that important. Mm. So yeah, those are two, two mm. bookends and there's a, um, I like that. I don't think it's reflected my voice, but I'm, I'm feeling quite emotional around that. Even sure. saying that it's, it's, mm. it's that real and that close to the heart for me. Um, but, but in this, as a season, it's like, wow, it's this season, every guest that we've interacted with has been a gift to me that i i'm taking away i i love I, i'm going to myself even re-listen mm. to things model things uh do some mm. qualitative research on it even <laughs> you know mm. if, if it goes a little bit more formal than that i, I would have to ask them you know all our guests for permission to see if they did or didn't want to participate like in fairness so mm. i'm mm. going to throw that out as a caveat and say that there i'm i'm talking about in terms of my own thinking and journeying and, mm. and stuff right um, but I think it leaves me in the place where I think, Steve, um, in terms of what we what we publish, there's going to be a couple of weeks break, um, mm. and we'll probably start recording ahead. But I, but I, I definitely think the next season for us is um, is for you and I to pick up on this mm. and to have some very real and deep conversations around this. Um, you know, some of which we may publish, some of which we won't. I, I suspect mm. some of the ones that we've recorded not published as part of this as well. I, I'm thinking mm. of two or three in particular with a little bit of nervousness even. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, um, 
but yeah. but yeah, I think I think I see that as the next step because I think I've come away with a clear sense of going. I think I'm clearer about what I'm wanting to reach into and push, and I mm. don't want to be unfair to our guests in doing that. But I feel like you and I know each other well enough to be unfair to each other in that, and in pushing yeah. each other in that. Um, and there's a there's a deep level of of trust and respect that we've built and value. Uh, mm. and a nuancing of of some similarity and some difference yeah mm, mm. Uh, as well that we've mused on um and you know i'm i'm so keen to see where that goes <laughs> yeah so isn't that it uh, that for me sums up it can't be summed up but it's a beautiful way to state for me the vulnerability of this space you talk about we are clear of some of the things that will start to come out and emerge. Mm. But I wouldn't want to communicate that as, you know, look at us, we're just going to corporatize and we've got all the answers and we're going to mm. put out a course and there we go, we've arrived at the destination. Mm. Even, even that sort of, that more confident statement for me is a vulnerability around, mm. yeah, we're going to run this course, not because we know everything, but because we're desperate to keep asking these questions and be curious to experience Mm. There must be relational happenings for me, I would say, mm. even in running some course or positing some further questions or poking further, mm. even as I feel confident to go, yes, I look at the confidence of our guests and they go, no, this is where we are. Mm. And I'm so grateful for that because it's, it's provided a, a steady enough board to push on. Mm. And, and in some ways it's, un, it's immovable. And so I'm, I push and I push myself back and I realize, wow, wow, you're really settled there. Mm. It makes me go, oh, I'm not settled here. That's wonderful. Yeah, That's so helpful. But there's a vulnerability there because I know that it's not it. Mm. <laughs> but you know, I've got to look for, well, then what is it? Yeah, And I've got some ideas and I've got some real, like non-negotiables in me that I'm holding on to and some, and some real experiences and, and that voice that calls. Mm. And I'm certain Mm. And I'm uncertain. Mm. And there's this paradoxical playoff there in the vulnerability of, mm. I think we know where we're going and we also don't. Mm. We know we're going over the horizon. We're certain. We know we need to go on. Mm. And we don't know what we'll encounter. Mm. But we've got a sense of some of what's come before and what the voices said, what the presence is like, what the personhood is like, the divine God. But relationship is also new and mysterious and exciting and to be experienced in the moment and to grow and to collaborate with that other together on building, etc. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm capturing it well no, enough, but there's, no, no, there's a I, vulnerability there that you talk about that just makes me go, yes, there's yeah. something in the confidence mm. that also rings unconfident. And, and that's a weird statement. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it <laughs> yeah no no i i really um, like what, what what you're saying because on one hand it's there is the acknowledgement every step that's up every stone that someone else has laid that has enabled us to get here is something i'm tremendously grateful for yeah but there's a, a space and a journey that you and i can go on together and share mm. and I'm, I'm i'm really hoping that we can um and yeah, I'm borrowing from our guests' earliest words. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gloriously just plagiarizing and stealing it. Is, <laughs> uh, is, is I'm hoping we can we can model and and rep 
present the kind of quality conversation between each other mm. that we also want to be having with other people. Mm. Because as much as I want to do this journey towards greater and deeper intimacy with God and, and grow in that relationship and to hone that edge of recognizing mm. the presence as drawing near and the presence is withdrawing, recognizing mm. the activity as God, as God wants to move in a direction and, understand, and, and learning to catch that and, and understanding that I'm going to sometimes fall ahead you know, I'm, I'm starting to surf at the moment, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's an embarrassing thing because I've always hated surfers. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> On the other hand, I've got a bit of a dud shoulder. So it's, it's a little bit of weird work. But anyway, so I finally got a surfboard mm -hmm. to do it more regularly. And, and I'm aware that you've, you've got to read the conditions, that sometimes mm -hmm. it's just wild and you can't do anything. And sometimes mm -hmm. it patterns nicely and it's great as a beginner you know, mm. um, at or whichever level that, that, that you're at, but you're, you're always in that journey of batting to your level, not competing with anyone else and learning mm. to catch the waves. And I've had this friend uh, that I'll credit, Simon, um, who amongst other people I've tried to surf with, there's people that are like, oh, they're great surfers, but they're in it for themselves. So if you go in with them and you're getting mm. washing machined as the noob, it's like, good luck to you, just don't drown, <laughs> buddy. I'm having fun out there as well. But then Simon's the kind of person who, um, you know, he, he would go and do a bit of that himself, but then he'll come back and spend time with me and coach me a bit. And that's helped mm. me tremendously. And I feel mm. like I want to play when it comes to this. I want to, mm. I want to, I want to, you know, if I can use the analogy of God's presence as a, as a wave, I want to hit mm. the, the, the biggest, gnarliest waves in the world and push into the greatest depths and intimacy that I can and mm. and take on the challenges and the and the and other stuff in relation to God that God has spoken to me about already that I'm so dreadfully fearful of because I still can't get through the white water, right? Mm. I'm blending mm. analogies gloriously, yeah, right. Yes, keep going. <laughs> I haven't been drinking yet tonight other than the water, by the way. So I'll just throw <laughs> that out there too. So there's that, but but I also want to be like Simon. I want to be like my friend who basically mm. goes, Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm having fun, but let me just go back and hang with him mm. in the horrendous zone that I, it's like, you know, and, and, and help coach him, help him move along. And mm. so, so I feel like that's a bit of an analogy here in this sense as well, that I really want to push into stuff. And I, I've by no means exhausted half my desire or appetite, right? So I, mm. I would really want to dive in, but I know that there's other people that also want to as well. And, and I also want our journey here to be like that enabling for others and i want to have conversations because i just want to hear where people are at i want to hear what mm. they're wrestling with i want to understand their journey because because i'm enriched by it How, in the way that we've spoken with our guests and hit the space of depth the way you and i speak to each other it is yeah. just so enriching to speak to other people and it's just a wonderful privilege that i drink up and i want more of and so Absolutely. so yeah so i'm i'm kind of hoping that this that so uh, let me be succinct I'm super grateful and humbled by the quality of guests that we've had in both yeah. these seasons. Absolutely loved all the interactions. Um, there's ground that is not covered despite their valuable contributions and them being significant contributors, right? Mm. There's still ground that is uncovered mm. that I want to cover, that you want to cover. So let's, mm. let's do that. That's where I'm at. For those mm. that are really interested in the ground that we're wanting to cover and getting into, um, 
let's do that together. That's really where I'm mm. because mm. because we're the ones that that together know what this is, and and you know what I can't observe where I'm going wrong as I do it, but I can watch mm. you, <laughs> and I, mm. I I can I can I can assist you right, and you can mm. do the same for me. Yes. And there's ways in which we can do that where there's a camaraderie as opposed to the decamentalism judgmentalism absolutely uh, the, you know like whichever phrase one wants to use those are those are mine feel free to quote me <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but there's ways in which this is mutually enriching and we're in community a loose community around a shared value a shared pursuit we can do stuff better together and i, I want to see that and i don't feel like i've got a box that in ideas that i've had in the past of home groups and churches Mm. um perhaps the internet discord uh i don't know the the zoom meetings that i have with people one-on-one that mm. you have as well but maybe that's the space for it maybe that's the network community i don't know but absolutely let's maybe yeah start there you know take a stab at it without shanking it <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely let's explore that great mate that maybe yeah I, I forget the poet that said i go and search it's great perhaps mm. Mm. Perhaps it will be this, perhaps it will be that. It will be a wonderful like adventure. Yeah. To which I would add a third category, which, which also fascinates me in that if I blend the two that you talk about, with, which I just have to say, absolutely, ditto, ditto. I find, I find the second sometimes challenges the first for me because sometimes I so enjoy walking alongside others, that that takes a, 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 a primary position precedence. for yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I realize just what, sometimes I realize what I'm missing. Sometimes I'm challenged to go, oh, okay, this is in some ways easier, <laughs> walking alongside other people than doing it myself. And, and I see I fall into that. I, I love working with couples. And one of the things I really enjoy doing is working with like um like settling couples, early on couples, so marriage preparation, that sort of mm. stuff, whatever you mm. call it. But part of what I love about it is that it's these early stages. And so in some ways, as, as guide, it's easier for me because there's a lot of theory and some good ideas and all the rest of that sort of stuff. You still have to be exceptionally present to the individuals there. Mm. That's what makes it cutting edge. And there's the curiosity and the excitement and everything else. But then I have to turn around and go, well, actually, I need to be married. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to be investing in this for me. I I have to experience this. This is what life is as well, to have deep, committed relationships with others and not just to stand next to people who are saying, I want to have a deep, committed relationship with someone else. And I find it's the same. Um, Here is, is a vulnerability for me around exploring. And maybe I'm just putting that out because I, I feel in terms of some of my pursuit of the perhaps, I know sometimes I take my, I don't want to say eye off the prize because it's not like both are not valuable, but it spurs me on. Do you know what I mean? To go, I, yeah, I want to, to live it myself. But, but then there's also the, there's the win or fail in relationships as well. And the perhaps, and the mm. perhaps nots, right. Mm. And, um, and it's okay, you know, like, like, like for me, mm. learning to surfing, it, a lot of it is actually paddling and wiping out. <laughs> yeah. So little of it is actually what you're setting out to do. Um, mm. it, it, 
there's a lot of flapping around that. And I feel like this year as well, because it's it's not easy. This is this is not a spectator pursuit. Mm. It's a participatory pursuit. It's people yeah. being in it together and people being in it to learn. And win or fail, win or lose, um, the, the, the pro- progress, the stuckness, the lostness, the loss of desire, the sudden spirit mm. of desire, etc. There's so many nuances that are all relational here. Yeah. Um, I, I'd love us to be holding a space for all of that. Yes. And then I go like, shit, like, can I even, like, can I even want that? You know? Mm. Because I've been told so often that no, you can't be wanting that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you've got to be doing the good book stuff and giving people the easy answers. And if you don't know what that is, like, mm, my goodness, like, what are you doing? Mm. But but that's not the case, you know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. So mm. so yeah, I'm 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 with you, and and mm. and I recognize the same thing. Like one of the reasons why I felt like I dialed back in a lot of things years ago was because. I was doing so much for others, ministry-wise, mm. but where was where was where was the value of God for me? Mm. Did I even love God? Mm. Does God even love me? Right. Mm. Um, and the answer is yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, largely from my side. Um, you know, and those are things that one's got to one's got to face up to in any relationship. Mm. And if I can't face up to those things in my relationship with myself, my relationship with significant others, how can I hold up to that in a real way to a relationship that I can substitute for an idea and my relationship mm. with that idea of God? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so so I I really feel like we've got man. Steve, <laughs> so it's much. so wonderfully nuanced, right? And and complex and beautiful and 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 requires disentangling and also giving way to some of the entanglements. I think, and and again, you know, I'm I'm I, I start to stoop down and pick up a block and go, oh, what a wonderful cop out. It's <laughs> one of the things also, you know, that gets thrown at you. You yeah. have no idea what the hell you're talking about because you just throw out these weird platitudes. It's oh, it's it's. Being sure and being unsure. Oh, oh congratulations. <laughs> you know, and that I also have to go, okay, that's fine. I'm going to put that down because I'm certain in my uncertainty and I'm un- uncertain in my certainty mm. completely around what I'm saying here, that it is just so beautifully complex and nuanced and, and there's, there's some flow and some stagnation and there's all these wonderful things. And, and you're right to just go and do that in some way and doing it, to quote the wonderful Brian McLaren, who's been on here as well, in some ways, you know, the road is made by walking. And so that's part of the journey, getting out there and putting the foot to the map and, and figuring it out and all that. And so I'm, I am super excited. Like I want, I think we should just stop and, and immediately start season four, episode one, as soon as we're done here. I'm excited. I'm, I'm keen. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. um, and, and that's not what we're going to do, but, but it's just illustrative that, this is a terrifying and beautiful space to be in. And I'm both grateful, nervous, anxious, and somewhat ungrateful, if I'm very honest, for it being me that's here. It's, it's, it's a cacophony of emotions <laughs> and going, it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's, it's like, almost an apology in a sense as well, just going, oh, <laughs> you know, I feel like, 
<laughs> I wish there was a better person here, but <laughs> yeah. But we're going to give me, it a go. Just to clarify, not speaking of you. <laughs> yeah. So come and give it a go with us. <laughs> you, you know, you know, um, as as you're saying that there, I I, I realize that I'm still um, stupefied at the fact that I did not think that there was going to be so much here. Mm. Even in this season, I felt mm. like it was going to be more succinct as opposed to open up so much scope and leave yeah. us with a clearer direction of where we still need to question and push you mm. know that in the world of of deconstruction reconstruction it's like the deconstruction is the shorter phase and then mm. we get to building right because that's what mm. we're supposed mm. to do and i feel like with this it actually hasn't been that the deconstruction and reconstruction are um both as vast and the one doesn't sequence after the other. It's it's more of that uh, you know like stages of grief, the Kubler-Ross thing, where they actually can be all at the same time. They're not yeah, discrete yeah. phases that follow on. And so so here you know like like just arriving yeah I'm 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 actually just so struck by this at the end here. Going, <laughs> I didn't well realize put. we were going to be left with so much after this. I thought with yeah. all our wonderful guests and that that we had, it would be much more neatly tied up. For me mm. and mm. on one end i'm grateful that it isn't because yes i feel like i've actually got some work to do and something to contribute <laughs> yes yes but on the it's other hand on the i go hand, yeah. yeah on the other hand i go like oh dear you know it's like mm. i i i i have been schooled by para by the paradigms and the institutions that i've been a part of and crafted into into believing mm. this is a lot easier and I'm going, you've done me an injustice and I'm okay with that. Mm. But I don't feel like it's okay to leave other people with that injustice. I want to do something about that. That and also we might perpetuate the injustice against ourselves mm. to notice that and allow it to continue, yeah. which is also part of it to go, absolutely, yes, it's, let's, yeah, let's push on yeah, and see what else there is. Yeah, I love how you put that. Um, that's... Uh, it's a surprise at the end. Um, <laughs> what a wonderful, uh, yeah, unexpected surprise. The gift we didn't know we wanted or needed. Yeah, and absolutely. A couple of my jury members are still out, to be honest, actually. But at the same time, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, you're right. It's, it's such an interesting mixture. I'm, I'm incredibly grateful and I'm looking forward. Um, with some trepidation. Um, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, Kate, look, you might want to edit this out later. We can think about this as well. But uh, the, uh, the slight business marketing slice of myself would feel remiss if I didn't point out that as awkward as it may be, we are still asking for those of you who feel like you yeah. want to be a part yeah. of this in a way that can actually enable our work, that you'd consider that. I, I, I hear you. I think it's a good idea to... And, and, and it is because it's awkward. I, I think I can speak for the both of us there. It is a strange space to, to go out on that limb, but, but it is a reality as well in terms of wanting to pursue this, in fact, feeling needing to pursue this. And realizing some of the material realities of life that just say, no, you can't essentially, or it's going to be hard for you to. 
And so, yeah, it would be remiss not to just say this this is an area of need, and and it would be wonderful if you if you feel that way that you can connect with us around that, or I don't know, drop us a line, give us a call, come and have a chat as well if need be, or if there are you know other people that you feel that you can connect with this request i guess it's a request yeah. i guess i have to own that um yeah we would love it look us up on patreon uh, we don't like to make a meal of it but uh, i am learning that at some point you have to make at least a bit of a snack out of it <laughs> otherwise <laughs> otherwise was... people may just go along believing that actually you're perfectly fine and, and you have no needs and and yeah. uh, yeah. It needs to be put out there. So we'd be so grateful. If you're willing to look into that, think about it, pray about it, talk to people, talk to us, whatever that may mean. Mm. Um, we want to keep producing. We want to keep learning. We want to stretch. We want to grow. We want to do further. We want to do more. Um, and some of the things we're still actually discovering, as we have discovered that we are discovering, mm. there will be also things down the way that we don't even know yet that we feel are important and we mm. would love to see happening. So... I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm there with you, and I want to say um, thanks, Steve, for, for for mentioning that. You know, it's it's something that I like to gloss over because I always want to present that I'm fine. <laughs> you know, as opposed <laughs> to, to you know, as as opposed to so many people in the world that that you know finances are a rough thing. Um, mm. But there's other ways as well. You know, like don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, yeah, comments, thanks. Write uh, reviews and recommendations on the podcast, which mm, which mm. helps to get it known and helps to get the conversation out as well. So there's there's these different ways, but mm. I, I find something that 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 really works for me as well is is when people actually reach out and have a conversation. Yeah, that really hits me in the point that I feel like I'm doing something valuable. Mm. Um, but. Uh, but I'd be super grateful if we uh, got our Patreon going up more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Absolutely. And and I'll just echo that that last point that you make as well. Man, we'd love to hear from you if you've been listening, if you've had thoughts, if you've got questions, you want to share some experiences. I don't know what that's going to look like in the vein of us discovering. I don't know if if I'm putting out an invite for you to hit the airwaves with us in a recorded episode or not, but if you're open for it to at least just have a conversation about a conversation or just come and, you know, tell us if this has meant something to you or come and tell us about your experiences or, or uh, I don't know, come and share some knowledge with us and let us ask questions, let us learn whatever it might be. We love interacting with people. We love the conversations that follow. We love, to create spaces for listening, for curiosity, for question, um, for space to to feel and really um, to be within that experience, to live it, to own it, to acknowledge it in those moments. We love to create that as well. So so come and do that with us if you want to co-create. We'd love to be in touch. Don't know what that's going to mean, but please be in touch if you'd love to be. Yeah. I think also just something that I, I want to put out there by way of, a, of, of the end of is, uh, mm. you know, having thanked all the other guests, Steve, uh, an absolutely huge thank you from me to you for joining me and oh, remaining man. with me in this. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. So thank you. <laughs> oh, no, no, likewise. I mean, it's such a privilege for me, Tim. It really is. So right back at you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, and perhaps one last short thank you is to say to 
to the people who are out there who have supported our work in so many different ways, each of us. And, and there are many, 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 many different ways in which people have done that and continue to do that. We're so grateful. Thank you. Um, some of you have been around a while. Uh, some of you are somewhat fresh. Either way, we're very grateful. Thank you for, for what that's meant. And um, yeah, man, it's been a it's been a wild ride these last three seasons. Goodness me. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Really. <laughs> <laughs> and a fourth in the pipeline, and who knows what else. Yeah. It's been yeah, man, super cool, man, and I'm looking forward to what comes. So. Same. Yeah. Cool. Probably a good place to leave it. Thank you. Yeah. Let's uh, sign out of day and uh, we'll catch everyone in the next season.